I said, balancing the candle I'd snapped off the brooch in the palm of my hand. What do you think? I ran my other hand through my hair, pushing back my recalcitrant fringe. My fingers came away moist. It was hot in the workroom, but that wasn't the only reason I was sweating. Even though I had been making candles ever since I could remember, I awaited Pilar's opinion nervously. It wasn't that Pilar was such a great candle maker. In fact, he often lamented how pedestrian and ordinary his work was, and that he only earned enough lira to survive. Pilar was right. His work was nothing special. Not compared with the work of the master candlemakers, who lived on the Salizada and controlled the candlemaker's scuola. But what he thought mattered terribly to me. While he lacked the artistic flair of the masters, or their golden ducats to spend on exotic waxes and wicks, his candles were solid, the wicks dependable, and they burnt long and brightly. Well, I pressed. He didn't usually take so long to offer his opinion. Can we afford to purchase more beeswax? For the first time, Pilar had allowed me to use some of his precious beeswax, not just to coat our tallow candles, to give them the illusion of being more expensive, but to make an entire brooch. There were now a dozen beeswax candles, suspended on the wooden frame above the trough. The wax alone had cost more than we made in a season. It was a huge risk that Pilar had taken, entrusted to me alone. It was also an act of desperation, driven by what could only be described as invisible flaws in my tallow candles. We could no longer sell what I made, and it was costing us business. Finally, after examining the candle from all angles, he reached out and took it from me. His long fingers gently stroked the smooth white exterior before softly tugging the wick. You have managed to get the wax very white, Tello. Not bad. He held the candle to his nose. And uh, while the rich scent of the honey is still present, there are no impurities. I'd spent weeks preparing the wax, first boiling it and filtering it to get rid of any contaminants, and then drying it and shredding it into strips to lay out and be whitened by the sun. The whiter the candle, the better the quality, and the higher the price we could ask. The lines are even, and the candle tapers nicely, said Pilar, interrupting my thoughts. You've rolled it quite well, too. Unlike the masters, who used marble rollers to achieve a symmetrical shape, we used ones carved from oak. It was hard work. My neck and shoulders ached with the memory. The wick is neatly plaited. Pilar plucked at the cotton tip a few times. You have shown a great patience for a boy your age, Tallo. He took a deep breath. The work 
is passable. I couldn't help it. My chest began to swell, my eyes to glow. But, continued Pilar, before I could become carried away with my success, the real test is in the lighting. Do we have to? I began. It seemed such a waste to risk even one. Then I saw the look in his eyes. We cannot ask others to buy what we would fear to use ourselves, he said. He was right. We had to test it. My heart sank. Lately, after years of relatively successful candle-making, something was going wrong. Although my candles looked perfect...